You're listening to teaching from Castle Hills Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. More information about Castle Hills Christian Church is available at chccsa.com. Happy Mother's Day. I hope all of our moms feel cherished today. We're thankful for all of the moms who have made an impact in our life. Today, I'm with Sonia Guerra, and she's one of my dear friends, uh, part of the CHCC family for over 20 years, and uh, she's been in my life group. Uh, she, we've served in ministry together. Uh, we've just shared life together. And, and just a few details about, about Sonia. She is a wife uh, to David. David is one of our elders. She's a mother to a teenager. Can you believe that? I know she looks really young, but she has a teenager uh, named Aiden. And Aiden, man, he just has a smile ear to ear, just has so much joy. Uh, but Sonia has been a blessing to my life and a blessing uh, to CHCC. And so we're so grateful that she's here to share a message that's on her heart. There was a few years ago that we had a gentleman that served as a greeter. And any, he was one of the best greeters I had ever met. When you came in, he'd give you this warm smile, shake your hand. Uh, he would make you laugh. And you just felt very, very important. Uh, a little bit later, though, I got a phone call and learned of his tragic death. And after his death, I had learned that he was suffering with depression and some other mental health issues. I would have never guessed it. But from his life, it made me realize that just because you look good on Sundays, just because you're smiling and laughing and all of those things, that there's a lot of hurting people. That many times we put on masks and we're pretty good at hiding. Not just on Sundays, but throughout the week. We're great at saying, yes, I'm fine, I'm okay, life is great. In reality, it's not always great. I think there's many reasons why we put on masks. Sometimes it's because of pride and we want to be perceived in a certain way and we want everyone to think that we have it together, but in reality, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we put on masks because, because we're, we don't like people to critique us and we realize if we show who we really are, people may kind of uh, point out our failures and, and that makes us feel insecure. Uh, sometimes we, we wear masks because because we don't want to be known as that Debbie Downer, that person who's always down, that always has something going on in their life. Sometimes we wear masks because we don't want to be that person who overshares. I think we've all been around that person who just shares every little detail and, and all those things. And we're like, oh, we don't want to do that. And so sometimes we go to the opposite extreme and we just say, hey, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's great. We've been in a series, we started a series last week called The Thing Beneath the Thing, and it's based off of a book by Steve Carter that we're using as a guide for this series. And last week we talked about why do we do what we do? Why do we gossip? Why do we worry about the things that we do? Why do we lash out at the things that we lash out at? Why are there things that irritate us? And why do we let those things bother us? And so during the series, we've just kind of been going through and, and asking that question, why do we do what we do? And today we're gonna to talk about the thing beneath the thing. Often we will wear a mask to kind of cover it up because we don't really want to deal with it. In the Bible, we see a description of people wearing masks. It's the word hypocrite. The idea of a hypocrite was based on Greek theater where these actors or hypocrites would have a bag filled with masks and they would put them on and personify a different character in a play. 
A hypocrite is someone who says that they have particular moral beliefs, yet they act in a way that is not sincere. They tend to be pretenders. In this book, Steve also mentions how Paul's letters to Timothy were constantly encouraging him to be authentic, to be anti-hypocritical. Steve says that according to Paul, a person walking through life wearing a mask is a hypocrite and a hypocrite's faith is insecure. The Greek word for sincere was made up of two words, anti and hypocrite. The idea of being sincere is to drop the mask, to allow yourself to be fully seen, fully loved, fully known. Jesus warns us against this numerous times in the Bible, particularly in the Sermon of the Mount, Matthew 6. Starting at verse 2, he says, When you give to someone in need, don't do it as hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. In verse 5, Jesus says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward that they will ever get. And then in verse 16, And when you fast, don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do, for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth, that is the only reward that they will ever get. So here Jesus gives us examples of hypocritical giving and hypocritical fasting and hypocritical prayer. Again, they tend to be someone that they're not and they love the praise of men. But what does Jesus say about being real? Let's look at his parable about the Pharisee and the tax collector in Luke 18. Here Jesus teaches about what a true heart of worship looks like. Starting at verse 10, Jesus addresses these people who are confident of their own righteousness. So I'm going to read verses 10 through 14. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other men, robbers and evildoers and adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all that I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven but he beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell, you the I tell you the truth that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So this is a powerful illustration of what humility and vulnerability and how this is more desired by God. Unlike the Pharisee who stands boldly in the temple, he has no mention of confessing his sins or asking for forgiveness. The tax collector brings a different posture. He stands at a distance, unable to even lift his eyes to heaven. He feels so unworthy and he feels burdened with shame and guilt before God. But Jesus makes it clear that the prayer of the tax collector was accepted and the only one of the two that was justified. We don't have to pretend that we have it all together just because people are watching. I think that this is the type of realness that God wants us to bring to him. Often we're tempted to put on masks, and, and Sonny and I want to talk about some of the masks that we're tempted to put on. I really want to get practical here, and one of the masks that we, we tend to put on is the performance mask. We love to please others, and sometimes when we feel insecure, we put on this mask. We, we want people to applaud us, or we want to feel like we're doing a good job, and so we want to act like we have it all together. 
And so often we'll put this mask on and uh, when people criticize us, man, it really hurts us. And so when we talk about that performance mask, we find our identity in our performance instead of in God. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of my favorite authors, Brene Brown says, let go of, of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Let me say that again. Let go of who you think you're supposed to be. And so many times we think that we're supposed to be the perfect mom, the perfect dad, the perfect worker, the, you, you name it. But instead, embrace who you really are. Embrace that you're a child of God. Uh, another mask that we put on is the pretending mask. Uh, we can uh, struggle with pretending that we're more qualified, that we have more knowledge, that we know more than what we really know. For example, if someone says, hey, have you watched that movie? Many times we'll say, yeah, I watched that movie. And many times we haven't watched that movie. We just want to fit in with people. And so often we can put that mask on again to cover up our insecurity. We want to fit in. We're not always comfortable in our own skin when we put on this mask. Another mask that Steve mentions is the pleaser mask. And this is where we find ourselves in just pleasing everyone else. We struggle to name our own desires so that we just violate personal boundaries trying to keep everyone else happy. I think people who wear this mask um, have good intentions, but the motivation is off. They're constantly focused on fixating on how can they solve other people's problems. I think um, one of the issues with this mask is that we truly don't get to know the real authentic person um, because they're always trying to please others. Another mask that we tend to put on when we're stressed out or when we don't feel like we're in control is the power mask. Uh, when we feel this tension, we feel like we need to take over and, and we kind of go into overdrive. And we put this mask on and we start telling people how uh, they ought to do everything and we become a little overbearing. Uh, people with the over mask sometimes can come off as a bully, uh, come off as very demanding. And, and uh, sometimes, again, we put this mask on when we feel like we're out of control. And so we kind of overcompensate and, and we put this mask on. A couple examples that I thought of in the Bible would be King Herod. Uh, when he became threatened to hear that there was a king that was born, uh, he goes overboard and has all of the baby boys in Jesus's time uh, killed. Another group of people who uh, put on the power mask was the Pharisees, the religious teachers. Uh, they didn't agree with Jesus. Jesus was shaking things up. And we saw them, these religious guys, these guys who knew the Bible, who really tried to live a devote, devoted life. We saw them acting in extreme, in, in an extreme manner and in a way that to a point that put Jesus to death. The fifth mask that Steve talks about is the perfection mask. And I'm all too familiar with this one. We ch this is where we chase perfection at all costs. We obsess over and over a project because if it's not perfect, it opens our hearts to possible criticism. I think um, when we wear this mask, we tend to get defensive. Again, feel like we have to be perfect, be on at all times, rarely show vulnerability, appear to be perfect, but inside you're crumbling or breaking. As parents, I think we feel the pressure of always having to be on and maybe wearing this perfection mask way too often. My son once told me, Mom, you don't have to be perfect in everything you do. And I, that's how he saw me and I thought, I definitely don't want this kind of pressure for my son. I needed him to know that I struggle daily, but that I lean on God to get me through those difficult times. And it's okay to struggle. I think that um, I want him to know that it's okay to make mistakes. 
As parents, we think that we're doing the right thing by shielding our kids from the world. But when we try to be the perfect parent or the perfect Christian, we're definitely missing the point. It's not about our capability, but it's about his compassion. And I want my son to know that it's okay to struggle and to even feel defeated at times, but more importantly, that God's mercy and love is more than enough. Another quote by Brene Brown, she says, perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. If I look perfect and I do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of shame, judgment, and blame. Love does not try to hide from others. When we love one another, there's no need to wear a mask or hide our ident identity. I think that some of us need to hear that God pursues us right where we are. He desires for us to be completely reliant on him so that we can experience what his love and mercy is. Jesus didn't die for who we pretend to be. He died for who we truly are. And I think that if we live like we believe this truth, then there's really no need for mask. Let me leave you with two thoughts. Uh, as a family of believers, let's be a safe place where people can take off their mask. Uh, let's vow not to gossip about others. Let's vow to love and to listen uh, to others. Let's help people on their journey. And then lastly, take off your mask. Be real, be authentic, be vulnerable. Find a safe place that you can be who you truly are.